Welcome to Small Gals Big Chats, a podcast about two Asian Australian girls finding their way in this crazy world. You're joined by Amelia and Monica. Grab a coffee and snack and make yourself comfortable. We hope you enjoy this episode. We're back. This is the first time that we're recording. Well, this is our first episode for season two, essentially. Uh-huh. We're uh, together in my bedroom at the moment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's exciting. It's our first episode of season two. We are a little bit rusty, so we're just trying to get used to it again. Yeah, because I feel like not recording in a while. It's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, and then we're coming back to it, we're kind of like, how do we do this again? It's like school holidays, you know, after you come back <laughs> and you don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah, exactly. You use your brain again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> essentially. Exactly. But we thought we would start off nice and easily mm-hmm. for us. Um, this first episode is really just catching up on the things that we've been doing, what's in store for season two, and just kind of like what's been happening in general in our lives. Yeah, we might touch base on something a little heavier, just like... Just because it's a really important topic for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's mostly an easy breezy first episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which we hope you do enjoy. Yeah. I mean, March has been a little bit of a hectic month for both of us. Yeah. The last couple months. I feel yeah. Like. Yeah. So, what have you been up to? Um, so, Amelia and I went to Tasmania with our other friend. Yes. Um, which was really fun. Went for a whole week. Uh, went to Cradle Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, went to Hobart, of course. Yeah, went to Wine Glass Bay, stayed at a motel for the first time. <laughs> and it was interesting to say the least. We're not staying in motels anytime soon, let's just say that. Yeah, <laughs> look, the, that life ain't for us. <laughs> Gonna need a more bougie life. <laughs> but no, Taz was amazing though. Yeah, it was really good. We had a lot of food, particularly on like Bruni Island. The oysters. <laughs> the oysters are still things that I think about. I have dreams. We had, our other friend has allergies, so we had, I think. It was a dozen to ourselves. Yeah, a dozen and a half afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Because we went back because it was just too good. They were fat and juicy and the seasoning, oof. <laughs> And the wine was good. Yeah. Went to a winery. Mm-hmm. Uh, cheese was good as well. Yeah. We basically ate every two hours. Yeah, and then we had dinner that night and we just couldn't eat because it was just too much food. Yeah, really bad. <laughs> so much food. Oh, but, but worth it. Worth it. But Cradle Mountain was amazing as well. I think it was a seven-hour hike. Yeah. We just did a lot of different tracks. And this, I, you know what? I'm going to say it. This old guy recommended <laughs> us a track. He's like two to three, what's it, one hour and a half to two yeah. hours. Easy. You guys can do it. You're young. Yeah. We really struggled. And yeah, like, he was old. Like, imagine that. Maybe like 50, I reckon. Yeah, you know what? He was old anyway. He was old. But yeah, he said it was easy. It did not take us an hour and a half, <laughs> can I just say. It took us like three hours. Yeah, it was just like steep. It was rocky. Yeah, it was wet. Go, yeah, we had to go down these chains. Yeah, um, to get us down, and we realized the entire time we were walking around Dove Lake, not going to Dove Lake. <laughs> it was a very dumb moment for us. I think the majority of the time it was fine until the end, where our feet kind of just—it was just everything was starting to hurt, and yeah. I was getting hungry getting so hungry and we snacked a lot we did 
The pasta salad we made was very good though. So yeah. hot tip if you like you're going hiking, you should make a pasta salad. <laughs> it was so good. The feta. Oh yeah, the olive oil, the olives. Yeah, that was a good food. Mm-hmm. Some good food we had. What else have I been up to? Um, also climbed Mount Burrogong. Yes. If you don't know that, that is um, the, the highest, highest mount, the highest peak in Victoria. Mm-hmm. Um, I did it with my cousins. Amelia also joined us because mm-hmm. she's become an honorary cousin, as you can see. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It's, it was five days. We went away for five. Yeah. Stayed in Bright. Mm-hmm. Um, super cute town if you've never been. We'll and Burrogong was what? An 11-hour hike? Ten hours, and really, we took a lot of breaks. Okay, so Ten, like yeah, yeah. It was yeah. basically eleven hours. It was a bit, eleven hours, but we did take a lot of breaks. I think our mistake is that we took too many breaks going up. Yeah, not enough going down. Yeah, and it, we were scared it was going to get dark, so we we couldn't take breaks going down, and yeah. I think that just killed all of us. And it was dark by the time we finished. Mm-hmm. I think it was like six, seven p.m. and going like eight up. actually wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think it was close to eight. Going up, it was fine, but we all had um walking sticks, like big sticks to yeah, carry us. And it really helped. Yeah, one of my cousins bought walking sticks, and I remember being at the start, like, laughing at him. But you know what? He was a genius. <laughs> I wish I had some. It was a whole new level, because we died without them. Yeah, and going down, I've got really weak, like, left knee, so um, going down was just painful, and the Miller's like, oh, so cheerful going down. She's like, hi, guys, going don't talk to me. I don't want to be talked to when I'm suffering. <laughs> I mean, I didn't feel the pain until, like, towards the very end, because oh. I thought there was only, like, an hour left, when yeah. there was actually still, like, four hours left, so I was really happy that we were ending. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is great. And then the hour passed, I'm like, I don't think we're going to be done. And then my feet started hurting. And then to the end, towards the end, there was um rivers or creeks. Yeah. All of us just didn't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> we just walked past the creek like, I don't give a shit. My socks are wet. It's whatever. But the the water, the cold water just really helped de-swell out. Like, yeah. Big. Tiger Balm helped as well at the end. Yeah. But overall, it was a good trip though. Because no. the next, the few days afterwards, we just took a chill. Oh, we went swimming in Mount Beauty. Was that Mount Beauty? Yes, yes, we did, yeah. Yeah. That was... It was the next day. It was good recovery. Yeah. I agree. It was so cold, though. Like, so cold, the water. It's worth it. I needed it. But then afterwards, we felt fine, yeah. Yeah. So overall, it was a really good trip. And then Mon also (laughs) went away again. Yeah, I went away again, doing a lot. I went to Phillip Island... Went stargazing again. Oh, yes. And um, legit was, like, the most stars I've ever seen in, like, a sky, um, which mm-hmm. was really awesome. And then saw sunsets and sunrises. Very romantic, as you can see. That's my cousins. <laughs> um, and then besides that, I quit my retail role. Mm-hmm. And now I just started my full-time grad Yay! role. Yeah. Adult life now. So, totally adulting and not ready. <laughs> it's only been three weeks long. <laughs> Oh, it's three weeks is a lot. Yeah, to, to be fair, she's been doing training from one to nine. Yeah, because we're going by um, Indian time zones for this training. Yeah. So it's really screwed my timetable up, not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. But, but back to normal time now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excited. Um, um, what else we have? Winery. We did a winery tour yeah, with we some did. of our other friends, mm-hmm. which was really nice. I still have the bottles of wine. Do you still have yours? I still have mine. We just crack one open right now. <laughs> now, keep in mind, it is 
not even 1pm, on a Saturday afternoon, and she wants to crack open a bottle of wine. And I haven't eaten. <laughs> yeah, we're about to eat after this. I'm so excited. <laughs> so to have bomba wear. That was my favourite. Um, I mean, wine ritual was great. It was raining that day, though. It was the week where it was good weather, mm. and then the day we went on the wine ritual, yeah. it was raining. But it was okay. still fun, though. That's fine. That's just like... Drinking from 10 to 5. It's tiring. It's tiring. It hits differently. Yeah, for sure. It is very tiring. I feel like all we've done this month is eat and drink. Why not? That's also why we're broke. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. We're both working full time now, so it's fine. Um, yeah, corporate gals. <laughs> <laughs> we should rename. To corporate gals. <laughs> yeah, because... <laughs> no, that doesn't define us. Um, what else did I do? What's I my personality, you... Amelia. What, working corporate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stupid. There we go. Um, I went to, I mean, on the topic of drinking, I went to Sydney for work before I went to Taz. And I got really, really, really drunk one night and I called Mon. But I don't really remember the call, nor do I really remember how I got home. I remember it was like 9pm. <laughs> on a Thursday? in bed on Thursday. And she like called me and I was like, is everything okay? She's like, I'm so drunk. <laughs> okay, I don't appreciate that voice. I don't know how I got to my bed or my hotel room. I don't know who took me home. I don't know where I am. Am I in Adelaide? Am I in South Australia? Okay, don't expose me like that. I was like, no, you're, no, B, you're in Sydney. She's like, how? How did I get here? Why am I not in Melbourne? I'm like, what? <laughs> I was really drunk because we went to Korean barbecue and I yeah. hadn't seen some of the Sydney grads for over a year because of COVID. So it was my first Sydney trip, first work trip, yeah. just first time I've been interstate for over a year. So I was just very excited, got carried away. Yeah. And then I got really drunk <laughs> and called one, obviously. And yeah, that's, that's, that's our March pretty much. It's April now. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh shit, it's like end of April. Today's Anzac Day. That's when we're recording this. Yeah. Yes, it's a public holiday. We don't get a long weekend though. I know. I want a long weekend. <laughs> she just started three weeks ago and she already wants a long weekend. I wish I started just before Easter, you know? Then I get that Easter. Easter oh, it's true. You did yeah. start after Easter. Yeah. Actually, no, we went to Bogong in April. No, end of March. End of March, and then I went away for Good Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally started work a week after that. Yeah. I feel like these two past two months have just flown by. Like, we can't believe we've actually taken close to a three-month break. Yeah. But we've done a lot, which has been really Mm -hmm. good. Um, Yeah. But I think the break's over now. We're We're back. We're back. Um, Amelia also got new microphone. Explain. Yes. So, as you know, I'm in a grad program. (laughs) Do they know that? Yeah. Well, if you don't know, I'm in a grad program, so we move teams every six months. Sounds like a job interview. But... My previous team, Kinza, if you're listening. <laughs> um, wait, am I supposed to say their name? No. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, they gifted me a microphone, actually, because my previous team knew that I did a podcast and one of the mm. girls in the team reached out to Mon, asked what microphones we used. And I was like, yeah, we use eBay microphones. <laughs> <laughs> but now we upgraded and have a proper microphone. So I wonder if our sound's more crisp. I hope it is. I want to do some ASMR with this. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a new channel, ASMR. So that's one update that we have. I feel like for season two, we're going to change things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to start doing interviews. So we're going to bring in a little bit more people. Yeah, try to up our interview skills, mm-hmm. bring more perspectives mm-hmm. in, I think would be really interesting. Yeah. Um, we've got 
a lot of different topics. Some are similar to yeah. last season, but we're going to be more specific in yeah. some areas. Yeah. Explore. And then... Got I'm some excited. New, yeah. Some new topics also on the line. But we've got, I think, way more episodes than last season. Yeah. Lined up, which would be really fun to do. Yeah, we're excited. Yeah. Um, if you... We are also going to change our look a little bit. Mm-hmm. If you um, haven't seen already. Yeah. We... Um, if you haven't seen us on Instagram... Follow us at, at Smoke Hours Big Chats. Um, but yeah, our uh, layout and look will change a little bit as mm-hmm. this episode will be released. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. If not, then it means that we haven't changed our branding. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, thinking of... And also our introduction changed a little bit. Yes. We'll, we'll change it here New season, new us. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> new month, new season, new us. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Um, but yes, that's what's been going on with us. That's what you can expect in season two. Mm. We're excited to get started again. Very. But I guess changing gears a little bit, talking about something that's a little bit more serious. Yeah. In the break, in the time that we've taken a break, there's been things that are happening that hit quite close to home for both Mon and I. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you're aware it is the hate and violence that is being targeted towards Asians, yeah, particularly in the US. Both Mon and I know that this is not new, right? Yeah, it's definitely not new. I think it's definitely triggered by a series of events. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you haven't been living under the rock, but, you know, I guess due to COVID, a lot of blame has been on China. Yeah. And I guess anyone who's Asian is apparently associated as Chinese. Mm-hmm. And yeah. For some of us who haven't been to China, probably we still get blamed. Yeah. Um, that being one, that being two, people are spreading a lot of misinformation. Yeah. One being Trump. Oh. Yes, <laughs> um, and then I think a huge movement has also been triggered, particularly the hashtag Stop Asian Hate. Yeah. Because of the recent Atlanta shooting. Yeah. Um, which was, I think, just last month, really. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. that long ago. Um, where, you know, six, eight people were killed, six of them being Asian women. Yeah. Um, so that sparked up a lot of conversation, I think. Yeah. And also all the attacks on elderly in the US. Yeah, it's just from really, the pandemic. Really upsetting. Um, that one video of that um, toy son, like, mm-hmm. ugly women in San Francisco, she got attacked and she was unprovoked. and Because um, all the attacks are unprovoked, Yeah. Right? And bless her, um, she, like, got a wooden stick and managed to attack back. Yeah. And left him with injuries. Well-deserved. Yeah. Personally. Very well Yeah. Um, but, like, that's horrible, right? Yeah. They're so vulnerable at that age. Yeah, and it's nothing. heartbreaking because yeah. we – I mean, the sad thing is, is that it's not new. There was no. COVID-related violences yeah. in Australia when the pandemic first started back mm-hmm. in Feb, March last year. Yeah. You know, there was a – I believe there was an Asian man that was having a heart attack – in Sydney and no one helped him because they thought he had COVID just because he was Chinese or Asian looking and it's just it's so like sad because it could be one of our parents right and like just because the virus started in China doesn't mean that all of us start Mm -hmm. and it's just it just proves there is underlying racism yeah and I think there has always been racism for Asians in Australia I don't think Australia is like amazing in that sense in racism yeah and like definitely can't speak on behalf of like indigenous people like they they Mm -hmm. have a whole new level of like Mm -hmm. 
violence towards them but for us it's definitely coming more like subtle and casual ways that with the asian man being more like yeah up there of course but um i think both Amelia and I have definitely experienced our own, like... Of course, casual racism. Yeah, right? casual racism, exactly. Like, through work. And we've talked about this in episodes before where yeah. people comment, like, oh, where are you really from? I'm being yeah. surprised that we can speak English. Yeah. What else? There's just a lot of different comments and subtle racism that people might not be able to pick up on. But at the end of the day, it is racism. Yeah, and we feel it. Like, you think it's just a brush over. Mm. Like, for example, I remember being at work and I had this woman come up to my co-worker who was literally next to me. Yeah. Like, walk past me. Yeah. And I work in a centre. I had, like, my badge and everything, my lanyard. And he, like, asked her for, like, directions. For, like, just, like, information about mm. something. And I was just like, I'm, like, here. Like, I look like I was invisible to her. Yeah. Like, ugh. Or another one being on my flight back to Melbourne a while ago. I had like an um oh. like a Caucasian man, old man next to me. Oh, oh is this from Tassie? Yeah, from Tassie back to Melbourne, and he was like, "So where are you from?" I was like, "Great." On a nine pm flight, I don't want to talk to anyone. By the way, <laughs> he's like, "Where are you from?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm Australian." He's like, "Oh, but where are you actually from?" I'm like, "No, nah, I'm Australian." Like trying to sound yeah. like that, like, but. You know, where, where are you really, really from? Yeah. Like, I'm I, Chinese, Vietnamese. He's like, oh, I have a Chinese wife. Oh, my God. And, like, fetishizing against, like, with, like, Asian women, yellow fever, that's a whole new way. That's a whole issue in itself. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what, that's one of those topics that have been brought up with this whole Stop Asian yeah. Hate is that Asian females do get fetishized. Yeah. You know, the comments like, oh, Asian females have tighter. Yeah. You know, that's that's fetishized. You know, that's fetish. And there's also, like, men that comment, like, oh, ni hao, ni hao on the streets, like, when we're on a night out. It's like... Like, you look... That's not a compliment. Yes, like, exactly. stop trying to look cultured. It's just straight-up racism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, I think in saying that, we don't mind if you were to ask what our background is. Yeah. I mean, that's a valid question. There are some people out there that are genuinely curious about where you're from, but... And you can have a healthy conversation from that. Exactly. Yeah. But if you're asking someone, oh, where are you really from? Because you don't look Australian, whatever that means, then it's like, dude, you're well, you don't look, you know, Australian either because you're Caucasian. Yeah. Like, no one's really from Australia. Everyone's, like, immigrated here. Unless you're a native Australian. Yeah. Right? So I don't understand why you're asking me because I could ask you the same question, like, what part of Europe are you from? Right? Uh-huh. So it's just, I don't know, it's just so, it's really sad because you see all over Instagram, you see all over over social media Mm. attacks on Asians constantly happening, completely unprovoked. And it's just, it triggers us because like I said before, it could be our parents. It could be one of our family members. Yeah, it just can be anyone we know. And it's, yeah, it's definitely not okay. It's just what we're trying to say. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, It's like difficult to see. And especially, like, it's all being recorded. Mm-hmm. And, like, we can't do anything. But, like, I wish there was just a better movement or stance, even from, like, the high up. Yeah. I think I read an article just recently with um, an SBS article. And they were saying how, you know, there should be more tougher calls and, like, yeah. compulsory training on, like, anti-racism. Yeah. Like, some more, more education in yeah. public and private schools in Australia. Which I think is... Honestly, a pretty great movement. Yeah, I think it's important. 
Because there's so many, I mean, wherever you go, especially in Australia and in America as well, there's so many different types of people, right? Mm -hmm. So you need to, I I mean, for us, it's like common sense. Like, I would never think to scream something racist at someone. So I don't see why there are some people that think that's okay. And it comes down to education and what it's like in their family home. Yeah, and like, especially what's on social media. Yeah. Social media being one, and what um, also like movies and TV shows that are produced about us, what they are coming out with. Because mm-hmm. I think women being fetishized for one, that's being amplified through like movies. For sure. Right? For sure. And like accents and having white people play Asian roles, which is a whole new different topic, of course. Yeah. Um, but just examples like that, I think. How Asian women are obedient. Yeah, just how we are, like, perceived in the media hasn't really helped with that image. Yeah. Hence, people use that to sexualize us, mm-hmm. which is not okay, but people use it as an excuse. But honestly, it's just hate crime. <laughs> yeah, it's not an excuse. Yeah. Like, that's why I think it's also education is one, but also mm-hmm. the media and people that create any type of TV show, movie, any type yeah. of media that is being pushed out there, you need to be careful that you're not painting a picture about a certain race. There's stereotypes, right? <laughs> you can't do that. And another thing is Asian men are perceived to be really weak. Yes, that one, yeah. Which is freaking bullshit, right? Like, they're not, like, sexy or hot or anything yes. like that. Then, like, they're you know, quiet, you know, domesticated, I don't know. yeah. It's a lot of different things, but, like, they're not seen as just, like, really appealing. Mm-hmm. I think is a lot of, like, a general, like, sense. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's always... And these are the conversations that Mon and our friends have always talked about. I mean, the Asian guys in our group, I'm pretty sure I've had this conversation with them where they think that they don't think it's fair how they're represented yeah. in the media. Because then people come, like, meet them and, like, you know, they have a perception about them, like, oh, you must be weak, you must be so obedient and stuff. And it's like, no, like, what the hell? And, and it's the same as us, right? Yeah. And they get surprised by how we act. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're a lot more confident, you're a lot more outspoken. And you're like, what? Like, what What year do we live in? Yeah, and, like, I don't have that... I don't perceive other people like that anyways. Exactly, so like why, why can they perceive yeah. us like that? Like, why can't they just be equal? But I know it's just, like, reality and what it is. But I think it can be better. It needs to change. Yeah. I think it's easier said than done. Of course. I just think it's definitely improved. I think, for example, like, diversity on TV series, one being, like, I think MasterChef is just, like, number one. Yeah, <laughs> I love MasterChef. New season started, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to watch. But, yeah, I just think, like, that is like, one of the, the main shows that's really showed how diverse Australia is and we are like a multicultural like nation yeah. it's just more like what's on TV hasn't been great no because yeah we've also said it before growing up you yeah. could never see anyone that wasn't Caucasian on TV yeah there was no Asian there was no one there was no any type of diversity on TV like beauty standards were very like white yes you can say that yeah, and because that is the truth. And that's why growing up I had insecurities about how I looked. Yeah. And that's why I'm sure a lot of people do as well because it's like, well, I don't see anyone that looks like me. Mm-hmm. But in reality, that's not the case. So I do think that it's getting better now. Yeah. But we still have a long way to go and I still think there's a lot of work to do. Yeah, exactly. A lot of um Asian-based movies are coming out. Mm-hmm. One, like, Minari, if you haven't seen. Which that was a really, really good, good movie. Yeah, it's just, like, an, about a Korean family trying to make it in America, mm-hmm. which is, like, very true. It is very relatable because 
I mean, a lot of Asians leave with, you know, an Asian country and they migrate to a Western country. Mm-hmm. There is, and I think that's also why this whole Stop Asian Hate hits so close to home for us. It's that us Asians move to a Western country for a better life. Yeah. For a better life for their kids, a better life for them. But because when they move to Western countries, if they have had education in Asia, that education doesn't get recognized in no, Western countries. So they end up doing minimum wage jobs, whether that is working in a restaurant, whatever that is, it's always jobs that's not, it's not corporate. It's not jobs that's six figures, but they make things work and they make things work for their kids. And that's why it's so heartbreaking to see them being attacked in a Western country when they move to a Western country thinking, oh, this is the life. This is supposed to be a better life. And then they get attacked because of the way they look. I think that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. And all they want to do is try to make it. Yes. It's, like, about survival. Yes. Especially with them being, like, first... I don't know, first gen, but we would be the first generation. Like exactly. And I, but them just trying to make it for their first generation kids. Yes, exactly. And they just want to... In a way, yeah, it's true. They want to put their head down, work hard, and yeah. get through it. And uh, then they're getting attacked. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. And I think... Because we are more westernised and we have a better voice now, I think that's where we are being more louder. Yeah. nowadays and we're speaking up yeah and i think it's just like in the general sense if you see something call it out call it out yeah i mean it's definitely hard i guess because you can freeze up in like so many circumstances of but there are ways to inform or tell or share that story yeah. and i think just not being silent i think would be like the key i agree and i think that's yeah. a good thing to note is just like don't be silent whether yeah. that is having a difficult conversation with your friend with a colleague, with a family member that might be saying things that aren't right, calling that out. I think every small thing that you try to do help helps in the end. So you don't need to do a big grand gesture thing and think, oh, I'm not helping because I'm not doing this and this. Having small conversations with people, educating people, Mm -hmm. reading up about stuff is helping. I think also having those conversations with the family. Mm. I think there's always always that language barrier. Yeah. um, Which is harder to say and converse and say what you want to say mm-hmm. in English but I guess you know there are ways in terms of like showing videos and media and trying to speak in broken Chinese yeah <laughs> and everything um but I think you know parents are not dumb they know what's happening yeah they just don't want to speak about it yeah as much because you know it brings to light this all like negativity mm-hmm. but there are resources out there I've seen like mm-hmm. people translating sentences in either Chinese or something so that you can use that or you can just get your parents to read it things like that all helps like I remember when um I think when Black Lives Movement was like at its peak after like George Floyd like everyone was translating all these documents in different languages from like Mm -hmm. Arabic to Vietnamese Mm -hmm. to like Turkish which I think you know there are resources out there which is amazing to see and I think it's great how our generation is getting better at bringing it up I think it's just more from the top down government wise they need to make better stances better education be careful what you fucking say too yeah because I don't think the leaders that are in power at the moment are doing the best no. in voicing, like, these issues. No. It's all very political, but they're not political issues. They're just very much a human issue. Exactly. Right? They're ongoing. They're there. They're just, like, not acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We will find some resources as well. Because yeah. if you don't want to educate or you want to support or you want to read up, whatever it is that you want to do, we'll do some 
resources in the show notes because we want to do our small part. And as small as that is, it's something. <laughs> we have a very small platform. We're not implying that we're huge. But, you know, I think it's important that we talk about it. Yeah. I hope that was not too heavy to end on, actually. But yeah. I think it's an, it's an issue that's really important to Mon and I. Yeah, and it's just, it's been there the last, it's just huge in the last few months. Mm-hmm. It's always um, been there, but it's been huge Yeah, recently. it's just a huge, like, movement has been sparked. But, yeah, hopefully a little, it's a bit of a light, heavy topic, but I think, hope you guys enjoy that. <laughs> and we're slowly going to get better, not better, ease into it, because, like yeah. I said, we've taken a break. So hopefully we sound natural in this episode oh yeah and that we sound great in person also <laughs> yeah it's a bit of a short episode but you know just to nice start nice start yes mm-hmm. that's exactly yeah. and with that we'll see you in our next episode yeah all right. Recording <laughs> <laughs> all right bye, bye.